in the past, if you want a job in retail, well, what do you have to do? You have to go to the mall or you have to go to the standalone store and work in those stores in what are whatever hours that they provide you. Today, through Viva, you can work from your home or work from an office environment that you may feel more comfortable in, you may have more resources to support you in and provide that same customer experience, maybe even better. Yeah. Hello and welcome to the Intersection of People and Technology podcast, a show where you get to listen in on curious conversations about people and technology and how they come together at retail. I like to say we're about innovations and explanations. I'm Telsey Sterallo. I'm Chris Green. Chris, what do you do here? I'm <laughs> the head of sales for T-Rock. Nice. I'm really excited about launching this podcast and getting to hear your perspective on things. It's been a while we've been talking about this and we're finally here. So it's really cool to sit in the table with you and, and chat this out. It's well, going to be fun. Yeah, I certainly <laughs> appreciate it. First podcast ever for me. So glad to be here too. So this is going to be fun because we're having conversations with industry experts, innovators, and seasoned industry professionals at that that we have on staff. So let's catch up on you a bit. Tell me about you, what your experience is. What do you do here at T-Rock when you're saying, you know, you're head of sales? What does that mean? What are you passionate about? At T-Rock, that means I built a brand new department because T-Rock never had a sales department before, even though we've been a growth company for the past decade. And how long has that been around the, the department? Uh, two, two and a half years now. Wow. So we literally started from scratch. It was, T-Rock really has been built on the back of Brett, our founders' relationships and organic growth of our existing clients because of kind of great performance. So from there, T-Rock has seen a lot of growth, but never really put a formalized plan against growing the business mm -hmm. and acquiring new clients or making acquisitions of companies that could be additive to our portfolio. Neat. So Brett and I had a conversation about three years ago, and uh, I said, look, Brett, I think that I could help you do this if you'd want me to, then uh, I would be glad to take on that role at T-Rock. Neat. How's it going so far? Two years in. It's never what you want it to be, but it's always Never growing, a dull moment. Right? Never a dull moment <laughs> is probably a great way to say that. Um, certainly every day, you know, I think we're making progress, um, but it's never, you know, at your expectation. Um, I think, you know, in my experience prior to here, look, it takes three years to build something if you do it right and you don't make too many mistakes mm -hmm. in between. Mm -hmm. So I'm going on year three right now. And I think by the end of this year, hopefully we'll see kind of the fruits of that labor. And let's be honest, a pandemic, through. a year of a pandemic in the midst of that. So kudos to you. I mean, <laughs> minor, minor issue, minor yeah. speed bump in the yeah, road, right? You know. Pandemic. But, you know, with technology, the way that it's moving and the way we've needed it to move, considering there has been a pandemic, I would think that there's an opportunity there. It's been great. We actually were fortunate enough to pivot and really kind of examine what T-Rock's core competencies have been in recruiting, hiring, and training field teams on behalf of clients like Walmart or clients like T-Mobile. Um, they really lean into us for customer acquisition strategies or customer experiences. And we pivoted in the pandemic and expanded that uh, from consultative salespeople all the way to assemblers. So today, when T-Rock was founded, Brett probably never thought we would be building bicycles and <laughs> patio grills and, and furniture. But today we are one of the largest providers for Walmart to do that. And Walmart provides over 51% of all bicycles in the United States today. 
So it's Which an essential has service. Yet another growth that we've seen, right? So recreational stuff like bikes and right. RVs or the boats. I just read an article. Boats are flying out of the shelf. Can't get a boat today. Yeah, you can't get a Cannot boat today. Cannot buy a new boat today. It's amazing how the pandemic has definitely skewed, you know, purchase behavior, right? Yeah. Inventories are, are, are gone. Cars, motorcycles, yeah. boats, you name it. Even roller skates. I just read an article about roller wow. skates. Yeah, they can't keep them on the shelf. Who knew roller yeah. skating was coming back? Well, huh? because it's just outdoor stuff. People want to be outdoors. They've been cooped up. So the pandemic has definitely shifted consumer behavior. Some and silver lining to the pandemic too, of right? Of course, Because yeah. being outdoors, at least here in South Florida, kind of a, be a benefit yeah. And, yeah. and pretty awesome. It's uh, nice yeah. to see my kids riding in the neighborhoods again a little bit and enjoying life like that. Uh, certainly been silver lining for me. Yeah. Even myself, look, going out and enjoying uh, outdoor activities and, and, you know, kind of fitness driven things mm -hmm. are passions for me. Mm -hmm. So the pandemic has allowed me to not travel. I was a road warrior for the last mm -hmm. 15 yeah, years of my life. for sure. Uh -huh. And, you know, uh, the pandemic through technology has allowed us to use Zoom, Teams, et cetera, mm -hmm. uh, to really bring people together in meetings that we always quote unquote had to have in person, right. but now we don't. It's amazing how mobile we truly really can be instead yeah. of getting out of that mindset of, you know, butts and seats and having to fly halfway across the country for a four day trip to, you know, wherever, you know, it's crazy. Well, I can tell you, I just went to <laughs> Seattle, first business trip in over a year mm -hmm. uh, to meet with Costco and it took me a day to get out there yep. and it took me a day and a half to get back because mm -hmm. of planes trains automobile type <laughs> scenario that i won't even go into on this podcast mm -hmm. but it is uh certainly very very difficult to see going back to that way of life when you know this is possible now right, right? definitely Through technology definitely directly. so tell us a little bit about t-rock and what you know you said you're head of sales what do you what are you selling at t-rock <laughs> and i know there's a lot there's a, there's a lot of uh there's a lot of services products you know in essence right um tell us a little bit about that i know there's viba which right. i have actually experienced with technology i think it's remarkable uh, i think it's truly where the intersection of people and technology exists right now so that's really cool so tell us a little bit about viba so T-Rock and then Viva, is that sure, all right if, yeah. I, if we mm -hmm. talk in that order? Mm -hmm. All right, so when I came to T-Rock, I think one of the hardest things to figure out is who is T-Rock? What do they do? You know, what services do they have to offer? And then, you know, how do I package that? How do I, how do we best communicate that to people in the simplest manner? Um, you know, they say sales is always kind of uh, full of it, right? So you don't <laughs> want to come across as full of it. You, right. you, you certainly want to just simplify things as, as much as possible. Um, you know, my background prior to T-Rock, I was an entrepreneur. I built and sold two different companies uh, in this same space of third-party labor. So for me, I looked at it through, of course, my own lens. Um, but I realized T-Rock is not just a third-party labor company. It's also a retail store owner. It's also a software and mm -hmm. IT support company. So you have to bring all those things together to be able to communicate that to clients. In so, the retail landscape. Right. All mm -hmm. in the retail landscape. Mm -hmm. You're absolutely right. Yeah. You know, our focus is hypersensitive to retail. It's not outside B2B salespeople. It's not, you know, residential salespeople necessarily. Um, a lot of folks in the space get into call centers uh, and other things. And that's not traditionally what T-Rock has been mm -hmm. a part of. Neat. So tell so, us about Viva. So Viva is kind of neat, right? Because we build our own technologies, uh, which I think is absolutely kind of a unique thing about T-Rock. We have, through the pandemic, accelerated the build of what we now call Viva, our virtual interactive brand ambassador uh, or brand assistant, on mm -hmm. what, depending on mm -hmm. what use case you're looking <laughs> right. for. Um, 
so I think it's really great because it allows us to leverage all of our traditional services that we've provided in the physical world in the digital world as well, right? And when we see that sales are, are compounding uh, online, 800 plus percent at Best Buy alone came through online sales this year versus a year prior. Well, you have to find a way. How do we help customers with customer acquisition online? How do we help them with customer experiences online, just like we're doing in the physical world through our re retail stores, through our third-party labor personnel solutions, or through our softwares, right? We have to do the same thing online. And Viba really kind of appropriately to your pot to the <laughs> podcast name brings it all together right. it allows for people to be used online to deliver that same customer experience that we're all used to in a retail scenario maybe even better um it's a, a controlled in a, yeah it's a controlled environment you right. try to say it's also kind of neat in my opinion telsey because look you don't have to go to a store to talk to an associate anymore right that's nice for the customer for, in my opinion, another key stakeholder would be the employee. Mm -hmm. Well, in the past, if you want a job in retail, well, what do you have to do? You have to go to the mall or you have to go to the standalone store and work in those stores in what are, whatever hours that they provide you. Today, through Viba, you can work from your home or work from an office environment that you may feel more comfortable in, you may have more resources to support you in and provide that same customer experience, maybe even better. One of the things that I really enjoyed when I tested Vibo was the this augmented reality concept that, you know, I could be in my home, I could kind of take a look at a, at a wall and say, well, is that TV going to fit there? Right. And then you have this amazing technology. I take a picture and or just put the camera, face the camera at it, and it superimposes a TV. So, yeah, it fits perfect. I don't have it's to awesome. sit there and measure. And it's, su it's such a neat approach and how different we are, you know, taking in that experience of, no longer going into retail because we really don't need to. We have everything at our fingertips, literally. So Something I've seen throughout my, my career, and you probably have seen the same thing, is that people don't change unless they have to. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's just Unless is. pushed. <laughs> unless pushed significantly. So um, to change usually comes through a need mm -hmm. of some kind. In our case, the pandemic really forced us all to, to re-look at and reevaluate mm -hmm. how we use technology, how often we use it, how well we use it. Zoom being, I mean, one of the largest examples, obviously, yeah. that everyone is Man, now. I wish I would have bought Zoom. Right. <laughs> <laughs> would have oh, been good. 2019, 2000, <laughs> early 2020, what a shame. <laughs> right. <laughs> they have absolutely hit a gold yeah. mine. So mm -hmm. I think the same thing's true here. People are going to uh, continue to adapt their behaviors based on the, the, the changes we've seen in the world. And where do you see technology going? Like, you know, you're bringing to market a product like Viva that's going to be out there. People are going to be consuming it. They're going to be able to walk up to, you know, anywhere in their retail location and just speak to a live agent, not even look for anybody anymore. Or, you know, there may be somebody there. It's like, you know, everybody knows Home Depot. You go to Home Depot, <laughs> can't find anybody to save your life. And I'm like, I need this tiny little screw to get this and that. and. And you know you can just walk up to somebody and immediately there'll be somebody there and help you and go aisle three has this and you have it in right. copper, nickel, whatever you need it, right? And so where do you see us going once Viba's out there or you know products like Viba that kind of help and help to assist sales in really exponential ways? I think that the new retail is really 
when you look at the leaders like a Walmart or a Best Buy, they look at having four walls that they can lease space out to. And they're moving away from the, the people side of the business mm-hmm. and moving more into the real estate side of the business and distribution mm-hmm. uh, from their retail centers. So in doing that, they need to find more efficient and effective ways to leverage customer experience and customer acquisition, right? Because at the same time they're moving away from it, they don't want to lose that touch that they've had with their uh, customers all these years. So they're leaning into partners like T-Rock to be able to deliver those kind of solutions differently than they've ever done before. Very cool. So we're kind of getting near the end of the podcast and I have some Thank fun God, questions you're probably that, tired I, of hearing me. <laughs> that I, I love to ask. So uh, we, we like to have a little bit of fun here. And so um, I've got some really fun this questions to ask. sounds a little ask. scary, but okay. You're going to make it. You're, <laughs> you're going to be fine. Uh, so what's your superpower? God, that's a tough one. You know, even in prepping for this, you asked me that and I was like, oh, I don't know. Everybody's got superpowers, I think. But what's what's the top one? You got to pick one. I think that uh, if I had to say something today, it, it would be, um, gosh, no matter what's thrown at me, I'll find a way to make it the best. Very cool. That's actually, that's pivoting, right? I guess you could use it. I could pivot. I could make things happen. Which yeah, I, I think like when crisis hit, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty good at You're that. You're the man. You're I'm, the man I'm to okay go to. I'm okay with that. Good to know, everybody. <laughs> I'll, I'll make sure to put his number in the show notes. Um, all right. So here's another one. What is your kryptonite? No doubt for me, this one's an easier one to me, right? Yeah. Um, I have four kids, oh, three wow. daughters, one son. And, you know, if anyone ever goes at them in a, in a tough way, yeah. for me, I, I just, I overreact. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely a, a papa bear in that way, I guess I would call That's it. Fair. Where, yeah. God, my kids are so important to me. Family, family's everything. Family's so. everything, for sure. Yeah, me too. I have two kids. I'm a single mom. I <laughs> don't mess with my kids, it's man. It's not easy. <laughs> That's not a, there's no logic in that for me. It's just all, yeah, no, it's, all reaction. No, it's that's that's just human. That's just human connections, right? So in business, what do you value most? I value candor and honesty. I really do. I, I don't, don't tell me, you know, maybe I'd rather just hear it, right? You always, I always kind of compare it to when you go to New York City and you deal with somebody in the past, in 30 seconds or less, you know if they like you. Yeah. In other parts of the world or country, it's like they tell you they like you, but then you never hear from them again. Yeah. yeah. I'd rather just know. Yeah, I agree. What do you most appreciate about about what technology has brought us? Gosh, I mean, in, the, in this last year, it, it certainly has given me a lot more freedom in life, right? Uh, you know, when you're in sales or marketing, you, you kind of work as a way of life. Yeah. It's it's not just a job. It is kind of who you are to mm-hmm. some extent. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, to every extent probably. And I think that technology has enabled me to, to live a healthier life, to live a more balanced life. I get to spend more time with my kids when they need me, um, not when I can, right. which I think is really important. Yeah. Uh, it certainly is for me. Um, and yet still get my job done done well. Uh, I think that there's we've only begun to kind of explore that at this point. Neat. All right, last question, and then you're off the hot seat. Thank God. If you could have created any innovation, idea, or technology that currently exists, what would you love to have been credited for creating? I mean, look, it's hard to ignore Tesla today, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, Everybody wants to be Elon Musk. Right? Like, <laughs> I don't know if I'd want to be him. <laughs> However, 
some of his inventions are, are pretty amazing. <laughs> yeah. um, so I can't, I can't ignore the fact that, I mean, wow, that's mm -hmm. pretty cool. Yeah. It's also hard to ignore, you know, figuring out how to make a computer. Yeah. The fact that, you know, when I was in college, I didn't use email mm -hmm. and we're still using a word processor for the most part. I, I guess that's aging with the me, green blinking with cursor. the green blinking yeah. cursor, but God, that was there and I didn't see it. Mm -hmm. Right. Or well, you could go as simple as something as <laughs> other than, uh, you know, I won't even go there, I guess in technology. Those are the things I think of. Yeah, so. I agree. Well, that's a great time to wrap it up. Thank you so much for listening. We're excited about the upcoming topics and all that we have to discuss on the intersection of people and technology. And we want to take a moment to thank our sponsor, T-Rock, is a retail branding and consulting partner that supports companies in navigating through today's retail shopping experience, redefining the power of people and technology. T-Rock offers a unique combination of people-based services, applications, technology management, mystery shopping programs, actionable market research, and competitive insights that support the complex needs of assisted selling. As we know, Chris is a, an expert in this. So T-Rock's expertise is the next generation technology delivered by a team that's all in and to drive sales, optimize performance, and deliver measurable ROI for businesses every single day. Visit trockglobal.com for more details. And if you're a first time listener of the podcast, which you should be because it's our very first episode and you're enjoying what you hear, we ask you to subscribe and make sure to tune back in for future episodes. Until then, we will see you at the intersection of people and